0: everybody welcome to the new night i guess i can't say new night and time it's the new night same time uh it's wednesday it's eight o'clock it's time for uh the get off my lawn podcast as my bride's over there in the producer's chair uh, muting her computer so i don't get a lot of feedback i could i could hear myself just a second ago um okay so uh, so it's wednesday we're gonna try this out and i know that there's a, a lot of you out there that uh, maybe tune in on thursdays that you've got stuff going on tonight, and you'll have to catch this on replay. What I'm really hoping for is that there will be others of you that uh, can catch this on Wednesday and say, hey, actually, I like this night better. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try this for at least the month of March, and we won't make any decisions whether or not this will remain permanent. But uh, for the next four Wednesday nights, we will be trying this out. And I think, actually are there five Wednesdays this month uh, four or five Wednesdays we're gonna try it and we will uh, we'll welcome any feedback. So if you if you like it better on Wednesdays, then we want to hear from you and if you liked it better on Thursdays, we want to hear from you and if you uh, if you just like the show, you don't care what night you're gonna watch it either way. We want to hear that and if you think we suck and you hate the show then uh, I don't want to hear that just keep that to yourself. But, uh, if if, I tell you what, if you're tuning in, you hate the show, but you keep watching, then, uh, I don't even care. You can watch it, watch the whole thing and thumb it down every week. I don't even care as long as you're watching and you're giving us some feedback. So that's all we care about. You know what, if you think it sucks, share it with all of your friends and say, Hey, watch this whole show and, uh, and see how bad it sucks and share it with everybody. Let's get a bunch of them watching on it too. That would be great. Um, Okay, let's see here. A couple things that we want to uh, go through, of course, uh, before we uh, uh, before we bring in our esteemed panel here, uh, of course, uh, if you're out there, we want to know that you are there. so please drop the comments. If you are new, then you can sure let us know where you are as well. And you don't have to give it obviously uh, a very uh, near address. You can just say, you know what? what town or what state or what county or, or anything that you want there. You could even say, look, I'm tuning in from the USA or heck, if you're in a different country, let us know that too. But, uh, we want to know where you are and we want to know that you're out there. So get the comments coming. Even if it's just to say hi, uh, drop those comments in there. Uh, please hit the like button, the thumb up, uh, on the YouTube side or the like on the, uh, on the Facebook side, share it either way, share it on both. And, uh, If you haven't subbed on YouTube, please do so. If you haven't uh, followed on Facebook, please do. And then uh, also help us get over to Rumble. We don't have the 25 subs yet on Rumble, and we desperately need that before we can go live over there. So catch us at uh, rumble.com slash user slash Sandhills Media. If you're on Rumble, go sub. And if you're not on Rumble, go get on Rumble and then sub. Please, all of you. I see that every week we get, uh, you know, way more people that watch this than, than are required. Uh, way more than 25 of you watch this every week. So uh, please do that. Please go over there and, and help us so that uh, we can get to more and more of you all the time. Also, we are a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Go check this and other really good shows uh, out over there. But of course, wait till we're done. Go do it later. But uh, go head up sdrn.us and check out all the cool shows over there on the Self-Defense Radio Network. We're very, very proud, very humbled to be included in that uh, list of really, really great stuff. And of course, the views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individual expressing them. Do not reflect the views of any of our sponsors or the other panelists. We are not offering any legal advice, no medical advice. We are not doctors or lawyers here. We will go ahead and go with the Brady Bunch episode, and uh, we will uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention tonight's show is brought to you by Sandhills Defense, uh, very very cool firearms instruction company here in northeast Nebraska. But uh, we we have class. We will travel, is what I like to say. So uh, if if your class uh, if you don't live close to Norfolk, Nebraska, but you'd like to have a class, talk to us. We will see if we can. Uh, make that work with our schedule so that we can get that set up for you. So uh, uh, let us know on that. All right, let's get that back off the screen. And let's say hello to tonight's esteemed group of panelists. Uh, We will uh, start clockwise tonight. So if you're looking at the screen, it is your right, my left. We've got Paul Lathrop coming in, uh, exhausted from vacation, but ready to rumble. How are you, sir? Oh, you're muted. Now I'm, I should not be muted anymore. Oh, well, you're not now.
1: I got Very you. cool.
2: You? And doing great. And you're now up to 17
0: followers on rumble. Seven. I, wow. Cause just the other day I looked at, I was at uh, 14. So no. the three of you that, uh, subbed since then, God bless you. And, uh, the rest of you who haven't done it, God bless you too, but please go do it. So, uh, so you just got back from vacation. You were in the uh, in the Caribbean area there, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yep, and, I sure was. Uh, you're you're tanned and just relaxed and ready to just get back to the grind.
2: The reason I'm wearing a hat tonight is because I am peeling on top, <laughs> and so yeah, uh, got got ex- sun exposure in February. Got a good sunburn, uh, not third degree, but it wasn't far. So. Uh, yeah. Spent a week down in the Caribbean on St. Thomas and St. John's, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Had a blast, and uh, now I'm recharged and ready to go back to
0: work. Good, good. Glad to have you here, and uh, should make for a fun discussion with the four of us here. All right, so directly below Paul on the lower right quadrant of the screen, we've got everybody's favorite tactical teacher, uh, one of Lincoln's two most eligible bachelors, uh, Travis P11 in the house, how are you?
3: Man, I'm doing great. I think it's going to be a fun discussion tonight. I can see that the title's already starting to trigger some out there on the YouTube side.
0: It is, it is. So I don't it's think good. they know the
3: context behind the title, but it, we're going to make it happen. It's going to be a great discussion. Um, quick shameless plug, check out my podcast, Caliber Corner, Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time over on YouTube. And we'll be going live and hopefully I'll be bringing some range tests here uh, for a couple of little firearms that we've added to the stable. So it should be a lot of fun. So we're having a good week and this is going to make it even better.
0: We uh, we cannot obviously um, due to YouTube's rules we cannot handle a firearm on a live broadcast. Yes. So yes. before we went live, Travis had a little show and tell going on where he showed <laughs> us his newest uh, cordless hole punch, uh, or cordless paper drill was it? Right? No, is yeah
3: cord. It was a cordless screwdriver. Is what it was. A cordless, cordless. drill. Cordless cord, drill. A yeah. cordless
0: drill. It's for drilling holes yeah. in paper or. Yep. Made by a uh, company called High Point. Possibly other things for all (laughs) legal purposes. And it it drills 10 millimeter sized holes, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Like 10 in a row. Yeah. (laughs) 10 holes in a row before you have to uh, recharge it. Got it. Awesome. Okay. Made by the the very, very uh, world renowned... High Point Corporation. High Point you know. and Decker, I think is what it's called. High, it's High Point and Decker.
3: Porter High Point or Porter Cable High Point, something like that. So it's,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last but certainly not least, Deep Underground, in an undisclosed location, we've got Pat in a bunker. Because where else would he be? Exactly. <laughs> Thanks you? for having me on
1: tonight. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's. Uh, this is going to definitely be a good topic. Uh, because yeah, the, uh, word stupid was used. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That that usually triggers some, uh, emotion.
0: (laughs) I don't know if I, I can't, obviously we're here talking about it, so I can't say that I wasn't triggered, but I don't know that that's the word I would use because it's not like I was yelling at my, uh, at my car radio or flipping them off or anything like that. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I thought about making this like an official answer or response, type of a thing to those guys, but they're never going to see this chances are. So we're just going to have our own discussion. And, uh, but when I say those guys, for those of you that maybe didn't read the, uh, um, read the description of the video, the latest episode of the gun cranks. And and those of you that uh, if you read guns magazine, then you probably familiar with the column, the gun cranks. Uh, but they do have a, uh, they have a podcast as well. They put it up on YouTube and it, doesn't look dissimilar to this really. Uh, it's three or four of them uh, on screen like this, just discussing a topic. And it's usually hosted by, uh, I think Brent Wheat is the host. Roy Huntington is usually there. Um, a few others kind of come and go throughout uh, from episode to episode. So uh, it, it's kind of like this one, really. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, a couple people that are usually here and then, you know, there may be one or two that uh, that show up occasionally when uh, when time allows. So, Anyway, the the latest episode I listened to it uh, early this morning. They were talking about open carry, and they had three panelists. And I, I can't remember without looking. Um, it was Brent, Brent Wheat, Roy Huntington, and and one of the other editors. Can't I can't name him now without going back and looking. But uh, anyway, they they it was kind of uh, they said that it might be the first time they've ever all agreed right off the bat with something. But they all agreed uh, that not only open carry was. Was not advised, but uh, but like you said, Travis, they used the word stupid. Um, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it, we're gonna talk about that a little bit because the general gist of that conversation was that uh, open carry is stupid, and they were well aware that they were gonna cause uh, you know, a lot of people to get upset, they would draw a lot of flack from a lot of their their viewers or listeners. And uh, I think Brent's words were uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but I think his words were, "I don't care," because they're wrong. This is stupid. Uh, it's something to that effect. And so, uh, if if you had a chance to uh, to catch that, there may be some of you out there that also catch that podcast. Um, you know, maybe you already know what I'm talking about. I did put the link to it in the video description, so you can go check it out later. Uh, I'm not going to say go light them up with comments. They that's really what they want, right? So, I mean, we could we could give them what they want. I don't have a problem. If you want to go over there and light them up with comments, that's your call. That's not why I'm doing this. You make your own decision. I'm going to trust you to, to be uh, responsible adults that, that can make your own decisions. So, uh, all right. So, um, I know you had said, we got a few people already triggered out there in the, in the comments. Who do we have out there? We've got uh, g out there, Mike White, 2A Advocacy, which I don't think I've seen you out here before, Mike, so uh, welcome, and uh, glad to have you along, Kingpin, uh, of course, my beautiful bride, Sandhill Sweetheart, Pat's out there, Travis is out there, uh, Tacos and French Fries, Paul's out there, too, y'all are out there and in here, 500 Magnum, Worthwhile Fun, and I know there's probably a few more DJs out there. Um, and I know there'll be more people come through later. Defense dad, gizzard. Okay. So where was the uh, comment? I know it was from DJ. That's what it is. Uh, DJ says open carry is not stupid. Perhaps there are incidences of the occasionally ill-advised, but come on, man. Calling it stupid is And apparently one of those icons, emoji things didn't show up. Right. But, and that's something fish. I don't know. I'm not sure what that actually means, but if that was like a way to not curse in the chat, uh, I appreciate the discretion. Um, so, uh, so anyway, yeah. I mean, DJ kind of now—that's what I want to get into. And, and I catfishing. I've, I meant to. Oh, catfishing. Okay, calling it as cat. Is that that's what I'm, like, guessing. I'm guessing? <laughs> I'm is, guessing. Is like, like,
1: They're catfishing for comments. <laughs> yeah,
0: like trolling for some comments. Trolling, not in yep. the sense that you're you're being a troll, but trolling is as in you're you're fishing for something. Yep. (laughs) Um, Now, I want to just start off with with this point. Tomorrow is March 2nd. This is the 1st of March, 2023. Tomorrow is the 2nd, which makes it, uh, uh, (coughs) excuse me, Um, that makes it uh, Every Second Matters Day. Why did my brain just draw a blank there? Um, So Every Second Matters Day, I mean, we try every second day of the month, if possible, open carry. If, if that's legal where you live and advisable, we'll get into that. Um, it's a great way to raise awareness and possibly have that one conversation. And if you can have one conversation every second about, you know, open carry is legal and it's not, you know, just having firearm ownership and carrying firearms is it doesn't make you a bad person. And in fact, most of the time it makes you a very responsible person and a very empowered person uh, if you can have that conversation once a month, every month, I mean, that's that's awesome. I don't get that opportunity. I don't get to open carry very often on the, the second day of the month because it's usually a day where I am at work, which that's not an option at my office. And uh, then when I get home, I don't go anywhere. And so I can open carry in my house and maybe I can have that conversation with, with the dog. But I mean, my dog is, my dog's anti-gun. And if if I had a, my my I think anti- though your dog
2: is probably a good listener.
0: My dog is a great listener, but she's anti unsuppressed fire. <sighs> and she, I I think with suppressed fire, it wouldn't be so bad. She's just not a fan of the loud noises. She's not a gun dog. She's a golden retriever, but she's she's not a hunting dog. It's not why I got her. Um, and then we never acclimated her to the loud noises early on, and so fireworks, thunder, gunshots, she doesn't like them. So, so my dog is probably the most anti-gun person in the house and the cat doesn't listen. And, and my, my bride doesn't need any convincing. So open carry in my house doesn't really prove any points. Um, so, uh, (laughs) G web says one conversation every second. That'd be a short conversation. Yeah. Well, if you have ADD like I do, you can pull it off G web. (laughs) 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 Um, all right, so uh, so what do you guys think? Just just overall is is and I think the the reason why I wanted to talk about this tonight and, and kind of made this tonight's topic real quick is that uh, it was their their sense of um, you know it's 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 absolute. It seemed like to all three of those guys, uh, like they it's it's absolutely stupid. There is absolutely no instance where it would be ever advisable. And and I kind of want to know what you guys think. We don't have to go into detail yet. We'll dig into some details, but just overall, Pat, what do you think is, is open carry a hundred percent always stupid or is there a place and a time for it?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually caught that episode. I do listen to them on the uh, podcast uh, when I'm uh, just, out farming or, or whatever. I, I like a lot of different podcasts, but I do catch theirs on a regular basis every Friday. Um, no, it, it's not stupid. And, and, and here's 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 my uh, thinking behind it. Okay, let's say you're in a state that only allows open carry. Okay, you want to protect yourself? You got to open carry because you can't conceal. So you're kind of limited to that one thing. So
0: anybody who wants to open carry, I support them. So now, are let me stop oh, here for ahead. a second. Are there any states that only allow open carry? There were. Okay.
2: Yeah, and, and, California used to be that way.
0: Uh, open yep. carry was legal. Concealed yep. carry was was yep. may issue. It was may was
2: may issue, and it may take a long time, like right. your great grandchildren's <laughs> lifespan,
0: for
1: it to come.
2: But yes.
0: So did they eventually ban open carry then? Is that what's happened there? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, they did. Unfortunately. And and this leads me to my second part. Okay. Um, As far as open versus, you know, the age old debate of open versus concealed carry, in my opinion, and I'm speaking on my behalf, not anybody else's, any way you want to carry, carry it. As long as you're carrying, you're protecting yourself, you're protecting your family, protecting home property, depending on states laws and everything. Yeah, but in again, in my opinion, if I had a choice and let's say I was downtown somewhere that allowed concealed carry, that you know, lots of lots and lots of people, I'm gonna conceal carry. Now, that's just my opinion because I don't want anybody knowing what I have. And, you know, it, it, it just, the, the flow in between people just goes so much easier, especially when you go into a big city or something because anybody takes one look and you've got iron on your hip, mm-hmm. they might freak out a little bit. They might take that step away from you or anything. So, in my opinion, if I can conceal carry, like in any of the three bigger cities uh, around me, yeah, I'm going to conceal carry. But if anybody wants to open carry, I support them because they're just trying to protect themselves. So, whichever way you want to do it, fine by me.
0: All right. Travis, is it absolutely stupid or does open carry have its merits?
3: No, I don't think those guys have ever been to rural Nebraska before where it's not uncommon to see people walking around open carrying. And it's funny because Michael out there is making a comment that 99.9% of the time in Lincoln, where I live, he concealed carries. Yet, I've been to Walmart several times here in Lincoln, and I've seen people open carrying uh, in Walmart in Lincoln, Nebraska. Nobody's freaked out about it. Maybe it's just the Walmart environment. But back in central Nebraska, where I used to live, I would open carry if I was going to go to the range or if I was going to go scouting for deer or if I was going to go hunting. Um, and again, like, like Pat said, you know, I, I do the concealed thing just as a convenience for me. So somebody doesn't flip out on me and do God knows what, but which is a shame we live in a society where that has to happen, but that's the reality right now. Uh, I really think it dep- depends on the environment. I really do because in, in small town Nebraska, nobody was is going to care. And it's sad that people don't ever seem to realize I very rarely ever see the bad guy with a holster on his hip. You ever notice that they never have the gun? The bad guy never has the holster on their hip. It's always the good guy. So it's a shame people don't recognize that um but anyway uh yeah no i i yeah i'm totally i agree with pat on that but i think it really depends on the environment the situation mm-hmm. if i was helping pat on the farm or running on quads and there's a chance to run an environment or something i'm gonna open carry because it's convenient easy to get to instead of trying to fill around with coveralls or whatever else i'm wearing you know sure. so it depends on the environment it really does
0: yeah yeah it really does um all right paul what's your take is is there a merit um, a time when open carry is, is advised, or do you think those guys are right?
2: Well, I'm gonna say they're unequivocally, unequivocally trying to get attention, is what they're trying to do okay. because anytime you say an absolute, you're absolutely wrong. Um, are there times for open carry where, where it makes sense? Absolutely, especially in rural America. Yeah. Are there times when it's a disadvantage? For anybody that lives in a city, yes, I'm going to say most of the time, open carry is a disadvantage, yeah. even if it's legal where you're at. And I, I got a personal story I can share later if anybody wants to hear it. But um, I, I want to go the the major disadvantage. Mike White over on YouTube, uh, Mike White Two A Advocacy said, "I wouldn't open carry as there's no one else's business what I have, and I wouldn't want some idiot." trying to disarm me and i gotta say absolutely positively 100 percent on that you don't want some karen thinking all of a sudden they're karen plus police and trying to come and take your gun out of your holster for you
0: okay now uh good websites has a, a pretty good comment here open carries like a gun logo shirt mm-hmm. sometimes it's a good idea sometimes it makes you look like a gun owner sometimes that is good. Sometimes not. So yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to share the same feelings as the three of you. Um, I absolutely. And I think that's the part that rankled me. It wasn't, it wasn't the topic. It was the absolutism that, that bothers me more than anything. And, and I don't disagree. I think they're looking for some attention and if it works for them, great. It has so far, look, we're all talking about them. So um, you know, I, I'm not opposed to I'm not opposed to giving them the attention because it's also uh, it's going to make for a conversation tonight. Right. And and I want attention too. here's a here's a very ill kept secret when it comes to podcasting. We want the attention. Even if what we say pisses you off, if it makes you share it and talk about us with somebody else. Like I said, if you think our show sucks, share it with all your friends and have them watch it and make fun of us, too. I'll take the views from whoever's doing it. So, uh, so we want the attention. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I want the attention tonight. But I, am not going to deal in absolutist, uh, absolutist ideologies here. I don't think that there's anything that is 100% um, always wrong to do or right to do when it comes to carrying a firearm. Like right? there's, there's so much uh, context. There's so much nuance. So many gray areas that we can get into, and we'll, we'll dive into a few of those. While we're talking about them tonight, um, but that's that's kind of with me right there, um, you know. It, and first and foremost, I mean, one of the things I want to get to later is if you're going to open carry, be smart about it, right? Because we've we've heard the horror stories, and that was one of the points that those guys made when they see somebody open carry. You know, they 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 were ragging on the guys that, uh, and, and yes, it's guys. And I'm saying that because all of their examples were guys. They didn't bring women up that I heard, ever. Um, and if they did, I missed that in the conversation. But they're always talking about guys. But uh, it's you know you always see the guy open carrying who's got that $10 uh, Walmart Uncle Mike's holster that's almost worn through, and you know the the velcro's almost wore off on on the uh, the thumb brake strap, and. They, you know, there. it's not going to retain anything, and that's if it stays put on the belt where you think it is. Um, you know, if they've a sport, got a good belt, so it and, can stay there, and, yeah. That and they said it's always some, you know, two to three hundred dollar uh POS gun, it's never anything that that's of any value that is uh, um, you know, one of the the I, I don't want to rag on just cheap, but we all know that there's a reason why those guns are so cheap, and there's a reason why. The people that uh, that carry every day tend to get a gun that's at least a little more expensive than two hundred bucks, for the most part, at least brand new, anyway. Um, so, um, yeah, and that's one of the things that they were ragging on. So, yeah, I mean, if that's you, you know, if you don't have a good a good retention holster, then you know, yeah, open carry definitely isn't isn't the way to go, right? But uh, and I'm the same way. You know, I'm going to Lincoln tomorrow to sit in the gallery and listen to more of the the Senate debate in the morning for our constitutional carry bill. Now, in my Capitol building here in Lincoln, uh, here in Nebraska, down in Lincoln, open carry is legal inside the building. Concealed carry is not legal, so I won't be concealed carrying there. But I'm not going to open carry either because I cannot take a firearm into the Senate chamber. Therefore, I have to disarm before I go in because there's no place to disarm once I'm in there. And, and I want to sit in the gallery and actually watch the proceedings from the gallery that's in the chamber. So guns aren't allowed in there. And so um, that being the case, I'm not going to open carry uh, and then walk around. I guess I could, I could walk around with an empty holster and show people that I'm not armed um, or they could, I mean, they can assume it if, it if I'm in there, I haven't decided I might do that. I've got a, uh, I've got a nice holster that came from uh um, TDM Tactical in Seward. And I've talked about that one before that, that Travis had made me um, and sent up to me. So I might show that bugger off and then, you know, the state patrol are going to know that I disarmed before I came in just by looking at that. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, incidentally, if you are going to be in Lincoln tomorrow, Thursday morning, March 2nd, uh, stop and say hi, find me. Um, I plan on wearing a cool NFOA hat like this one. So I should be easy to spot because I'm the, I'll be you know, this good looking tomorrow too. Um, or, or this not good looking either way, it depends on how you look at it. So, um, yeah, I, there's, there's definitely times that you shouldn't open carry when I'm out at my dad's, it's not a big deal. You know, open carry is, is not, uh, nobody in my dad's house is afraid of guns and nobody in, in my dad's house has any question about my responsibility. Um, keep in mind where it belongs, you know, um, and only, only, uh, unholstering for a a very good reason. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, where I come from, if, if I went, if I went up to my dad's and we decided to go to town and I walked into any store, any restaurant in any gas station in either of the two towns that from my dad's, when we say we're going to town, it's either 30 miles one way or 20 miles the other way in either direction. If I walk into any establishment, that's not a bar and uh, it, it's not going to cause any problems whatsoever that I uh, got a gun on my hip. In fact, I've done it. Didn't even think about it. I was hunting deer and I was carrying my revolver on my hip, shucked off my coveralls. We went to town to, to check in a deer at the check station and went into the gas station and walked around and nobody said anything. Cause I mean, it, it's, it's Kippahawk County, Nebraska, you know, it's the Mandalorian. How's that go? I'm a Mandalorian. Weapons are part of my religion. Well, you know, I'm a, Paul County Ranch Kid. Weapons are just a tool on a ranch, so nobody thinks about it twice. Uh, in fact, if you don't have a gun up there, you're kind of weird. So and if you if you're anti-gun, you're not gonna last long up there because they're gonna they're gonna run you out of town. Uh, Paul, go ahead.
2: I want the guns and barbecue just had a, just had a comment on YouTube I want to address. Never once have I strapped my gun on my belt and said, "Oh boy, I hope I get some attention today." Um, there are people that do every day, just look for second amendment or first amendment audits. Yes, on YouTube. Yeah.
0: Yes. They're especially in Florida. It happens a lot. Um, Florida man is, is notorious for doing this, right? The, the mythical Florida man. Um, that's not and an Those actual...
2: people hurt us.
0: They do. And I just watched one the other day where, um, guy was coming back from, uh, Well they're fishing, fishing. they're always fishing,
3: and they're I mean, yeah, that's usually well. I don't disagree with you, but they're also trying to make a point that the cops should not harass them when they are walking to and from fishing points open carrying. Because that's I mean, I get that, but it also it it it's not a good there's no there's no there's no good argument for or against it, you know.
0: Yeah, this guy got you know got detained by the police on the way back to his car. He wasn't back to his car yet. Yeah, and and he had apparently this was I mean, apparently it was an intentional. Second Amendment audit. He had a chest rig with his GoPro. So he was recording the whole thing, you yeah. know, and uh, did everything by the book and didn't, you know, he was he was very compliant with them, right? As you would be. But of course they disarmed him and, and he had a, an open carry and a concealed carry firearm on him at the time. And, uh, you know, he, he explained to them the, he even quoted chapter and verse Senior from the is. statute. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the responding officer you know said well we'll check that out he didn't know that it was legal to open carry when you are in the process of or uh, you know traveling to or from the ings the fishing the hunting the the camping um that kind of stuff so they those cops learned something that day I think as well and at the end you know he said the copy of it said I understand it, it may be you're right but it's not advisable because this is gonna happen people are gonna call turn you in and and at that time I I was almost ready to yell at at, uh, you know, at my radio or at my screen and say, um, you know, that's that's on those people, though. I mean, oh. it's a it's a teachable moment. And that's one of the things that were I to yell at the gun cranks, I would have yelled, um, you know, when because uh, one of the comments they made was, you know, of course, we all know that every time somebody open carries when the the moms demand action moms take one look at that guy with the open carry. And say, oh, you're right. It does make a lot more sense to have firearms. And, you know, making fun of the fact that, you know, you'll never convince them by open carrying. But it's just like anything else. If you're having a debate on Facebook or a debate in an actual public setting in the real town square with somebody, you're not trying to change their mind. Right. And we're not trying to reach the 100% dyed in the wool anti gun people, the Shannon Watts. Uh, you know, the, the, what's the, the pillow guy that failed David Hogg. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm always going to remember him as the, the, not my pillow guy. Um, cause that's what everybody bought was not his pillows. Um, anyway, he, you know, we're not trying to change their minds. That is never going to happen. We, we recognize that it is never going to happen, but when you have a debate, you're not only talking to the person with whom you're debating, You're talking to all of the people listening or on social media reading what's being said. And number one, we've said this before, keep that in mind that you're not going to change the minds of the person that you're talking to, but you may sway the opinions of the people who are observing. So remember that there will be people watching and you need to represent us well. Excuse me, but but that's my biggest, that's my biggest, uh, um, gripe with with what they were saying is we may we may bring awareness and and they thought it was dumb to say well you know um if we if we open carry more then we'll normalize um you know we'll we'll normalize this and, and they thought that was a stupid idea it, and i don't understand unless they're already scared and that's they're they're either just flat out um it's it's almost clickbait and it's not clickbait because it's not a headline of one thing and then a you know, an article of another, but it, it's as close to clickbait as I could possibly find it flat out trolling um, because they, they either didn't believe that to begin with, which is very disingenuous in which case shame on you guys. Your magazine should tank. If that's the case, I don't think that's the case. I think these guys are genuinely um, jaded. Two of them are former Leo's and uh, you know, the, They look at people who open carry with a suspicious mind because they have the mind of of a cop. They look at everybody with a suspicious mind. Now, anybody who's willing to to advertise the fact that they are armed clearly isn't up to nefarious purposes. We all know that because they are going to be watched like a hawk, right? If you're not doing anything wrong, then you don't care if people are watching you. But if you plan on doing something bad, you want to avoid the, the attention for as long as you possibly can. But um, you know, it, it's the the fact that these guys are scared to to even even entertain the notion that open carry may do some good somewhere tells me that they're completely scared of the anti gun people. And if it if push ever comes to shove, they're probably going to be some of the first ones to turn them in. Which, again, if that's the case, then I I just my I don't know if I would, I may not renew my subscription if that's really true. Either way, they're either being disingenuous or they're being 100%. um, They're saying one thing in their articles. And then with their actual words on a podcast, they're proclaiming the exact opposite feelings. And and that makes them kind of wishy-washy in my opinion. So I don't know. That may make people upset here, but I don't care. Uh, Brent Wheat, Roy Huntington, and the other guy. Maybe need to do a little gut check, look inside their drawers, find their balls, and remember that they are fine, upstanding, Second Amendment-supporting, gun-owning men, because they're sure not acting like it. Are
3: they sponsored by USCCA?
0: Uh, <laughs> gosh, I hope not. I'm certified by USCCA. I
3: will like go check and see their sponsors, because they might just be a little, you know, Yeah.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> hold on, hold on.
3: I mean, I can't think of a better way to go and uh, mock a practice than if it's, you know, the opposite party's bankrolling you, so... Just saying
0: I've got uh, a little too quick. I've got an issue here. This is uh, what is this? March, 2023. I haven't read it yet. I'll tell you who their sponsors are because you can tell by the, Well, there's a big one. You can tell by their ads.
3: The gun that doesn't run. Yeah.
0: Um. <laughs> who are their big? Ad- oh, hey.
3: Just one thing I was going to comment on guns and barbecues comment out there while you're looking that up there, John, um, he's saying that, you know, the auditors, their, their reasons are hundred percent different than those that do open carry. The fact is, is that whether it's somebody open carrying walking down the street or you're going to the store and you're open carrying, you're still being visible to the public, which is resulting in law enforcement showing up. It doesn't matter. The situation is it's, they're not, they don't know if you've got a GoPro. Nobody can see that from 25 yards away. If you've got a camera rig or something on that you're wearing and you're doing it intentionally I remember we had a funny story. This there's a guy here in Lincoln that had done that. He had his camera on, had an AR fifteen over his back, and he was like walking up and down one of the major thoroughfares in Lincoln. And just to show you how how maybe gun-friendly Nebraska is, you wouldn't think about this in Lincoln, but you know, he kept like trying to do these two-A audits on the police, and they kept telling him, you know, you you have a right to open carry, you know, you're not you're not shocking us. You can do this. Like they're trying to tell him and he's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Well, you're not breaking any laws. We just want you to know that people are letting us know that they're wondering why you're walking around with a gun over your shoulder, but we're telling you you can do it. We're just saying that, you know, we got to keep coming back here. You know, they didn't freak out about it and hold them at gunpoint, tell them to get on the ground. They just said, obviously, you know, you're practicing it. Right. So what point, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's, uh, um, and I don't know, are, are we talking about this, Guns and Barbecue? Well, we're talking about what they're talking about, and they lumped everybody together. So, yeah, there is 100% different reason between everyday yeah. open carry, because Guns and Barbecue earlier had said in the comment that he open carries almost every day. Yeah. That yeah. his normal mode is open carry um, versus the two-way. And on. I completely support that. Uh, 100% carry. Yes. That? And, and that's what
1: I said at the beginning of the deal It was – I don't care how you carry, as long as you carry. It's just, in my opinion, that was how I carry. Yeah. You know, so that that that's just my way.
0: And I'll, I'll, I'll do everybody else's. I don't, I don't care what you ideas. Carry.
1: Yeah, and I don't care what you carry, as long as you shoot it every once in a while and make sure you're accurate with it. Go for it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Uh, the Second Amendment uh, there for tight. a reason,
0: whether it's open, closed, tight. or
1: <laughs> any which way.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly gweb says if open carry is embarrassing if gun stickers if sloppy holsters are embarrassing if low-end guns are embarrassing where does it stop most of these things are indicators of new gun owners except for that holster that's all worn out because um that's not a new gun owner that's just somebody that's that's been cheap refuses to buy something cheap. different yeah, exactly cheap or don't don't don't, now, I don't what want to is shame fix it? Being, i don't want to shame somebody for being poor or being broke because i yeah. get it so if that's all you have then again, you know, I'd rather you have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That was another thing that they talked about in their in their show was, you know, how easy it is to disarm somebody. And if if somebody knows you have a gun, then, you know, yeah, that is um, you run that risk. Anybody who open carries, I think, needs to embrace the not only the responsibility, but the potential consequences. Right. It could mean that you're wearing a big banner that says shoot me first possibly, you know, that, that, that is a, that's a risk you run, right? You, you file that under acceptable risk when you walk out the door with an open carry that, you know, yes, I understand that I am announcing to the world that I'm armed. Uh, That could be good. It could be bad, but I'm willing to take the, you know, the good and the bad together today. And, and either way, you know, it's, you've got the right to do that in, in most places. Um, Or at least if you are in a place that you, you've got the right to do that, then there's no reason Not to, of course. Um, Go ahead, Paul.
2: I want to be devil's advocate just a little bit here because is it is it easy to disarm somebody? It's it's easy to disarm some somebodies if you've had any handgun retention all, and if you're going to open carry, I would strongly encourage you to get a handgun retention class in. They're not that expensive, and they're offered through a lot of places that offer handgun training. Um. If you've been through a handgun retention course, I'm going to say it's extremely difficult to disarm you. Um,
3: it,
2: the it, and not only is it, it's it's extremely dangerous to try to disarm somebody that even if they haven't had a full handgun retention class, your your chances of getting perforated by a few extra holes are extremely high. Uh, open carry, concealed carry doesn't matter Um, so yeah is there a possibility somebody's going to disarm somebody who's open carrying who isn't paying attention, yeah, chances are not that great though
0: yeah, yeah, that's well and again, I I can't think of times that I've ever heard of somebody getting shot by their own gun, I know what happens I know that there are occasionally law enforcement officers that also end up staring down the wrong end of their own service weapon I know that happens but you know that's kind of like lightning strikes I know those happen too my guess is if we started compiling statistics you're more likely to be struck by lightning than shot by your own gun but you're uh, more likely to shoot a bad guy with his own gun than be shot by your own there you go so so I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm looking,
3: I'm doing a Google search and there's, there's news reports of people that were killed that were open carrying. There's uh, Keith Lamont was killed in 2016. He was open carrying police killing of Colorado. Hero illustrates used cops. November 18th of 2021. A guy was killed by police who was open carrying or was defending others. They thought he was the bad guy just saying it can happen. I mean, we can argue this for hours until that's either right. one of us is going to, we're going to agree to just, if, if but you if it will happen. I mean, it is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, if if you've used you
0: use your firearm know. in defense of yourself or others, you know, that's why when, uh, and again, it, it's unfortunate that, you know, the average, you know, John Q public has never been to any kind of firearms class. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate because that's one of the things that should be taught in any basic, um, Class that's geared around using a firearm for self-defense, whether it's you know a carry class or a home defense class or whatever, that you know when you make that call on nine one one, or if somebody else is called nine one one, by the time the authorities respond, you better not be holding your gun, either have it holstered or have it you know lay it down in a in a safe location, a secure location or something, but do not be touching it. When the police respond on scene, because they're very jumpy. All they know is shots fired. They don't know who's yep. the good guy. Who's the bad guy. Don't give them a reason to mix you up and mistake you because yes, we know that does happen. And I'm going <laughs> it
2: doesn't matter if it's concealed or open no, because it's open at that point, your point, you're,
0: you're out there. Right, it's in because, your at that point it's, it's open because it's in hand, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where your holster was. It was an open carry holster or a concealed carry holster at that point just have the thing holstered um if it isn't like an inside the waist holster uh and you do reholster it i i would go one farther and not conceal it at that point have your your hands you know up above your head when the police show up but let them see that that is in your holster that they can see it it's it's not concealed the again that's not what we're here to talk about tonight but just be smart and and don't resist you're going to get arrested (laughs) Don't resist. You're going to get roughed up. It's just, that's how it's going to be. They don't know who you are. Expect it, and then it won't catch you off guard. And you won't fight with them, and uh, they probably won't kill you. So, probably. Um, that's good. Um, the people that got links got links. So.
2: <laughs> I want 500 Magnum. And by the way, 500 Magnum. Tunes into my stuff a lot. Comments over there a lot. And thank you for doing that 500 Magnum. Always. I love his comment. You could always carry two guns, one open, one concealed. There it is. Yep. <laughs> tune in on that's, Friday. Fridays well, so on the bullet. Especially As you should.
0: <laughs> if they're both. <laughs> yeah, leave the open
1: one empty. <laughs> when the guy goes for your gun, you can shoot him with your concealed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was out. There you go. Hey, man. <laughs>
0: Sorry, that was a joke. <laughs> nope, that's awesome. Um, uh. Okay, so let's see here. Did I, did I miss anything else? Oh, Steve Zero's out there, which I have not seen Steve Zero, excuse me, on the show, but uh, apparently he knows Gizzard. Uh, so uh, Steve says open carry is rare around uh, his parts. He's sure pr- plenty of uh, concealed carry, though, and that's the whole point of concealed carry, because they may or may not be, it may or may not be prevalent. You, you'd never know, and that's that's the point, right? Um, open carry does, yeah, it's got its drawbacks. There, there are some reasons not to open carry, and being in a very densely uh, populated or a, a very urban scenario, I think it'd be, you know, I, I'm not going to open carry around Lincoln tomorrow when I'm in town. Uh, it, it'll be concealed carry, um, which is, you know, again, I understand this is probably not tactically sound to announce this to the world, but yes, I will disarm before I go into the building. So if you find me between my vehicle and the building, yes, yes, I'll be vulnerable. So if, if uh, I tell you what though, if anybody else, if you're carrying, just kind of watch my back, would you? I appreciate it.
3: Uh, no, if you need an escort, I can be there. You would, would just you? give me like 10 minutes. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Is yeah. that another, so I'll be open carrying the tiger stripe shoddy. I I
0: did not realize that uh, (laughs) escort service was also in your uh, repertoire, Travis, but...
3: I'm not... uh... No, it was more like <laughs> armed uh, protection services. Let's oh, not. Wow. Yeah, no,
0: you do not yeah. want to come into the middle of that. No, I am not a dealer, the just for, the, really just for the, record, so. the the escort service. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that means that you're talking about uh, doing service work on a Ford hatchback car. Yeah, look, John. Everywhere. All I'm trying
1: to
3: say is I'll be your I'll be your wingman any day. Okay, that's all okay. I'm trying to say. Okay, that's it. All right. All right.
0: Thanks, Ice yep. Man. Yep. I appreciate no you. problem, man. Or you can be mine. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. So. Um. Okay, so Gwebs has a very, very pertinent question. Um, is it true that people who are against open carry are really just embarrassed of their caliber? Probably because I think of a lot of a lot of the people who are against open carry prefer that uh, that forty caliber um, sucky and wussy. I think is what that's. Uh... <laughs> Paul's looking at me like. I'm Hi, there.
1: I'm Pat, and I yeah. carry nine millimeter. Hi, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Those I handguns of all kinds of different calibers.
0: For so. those of you that know Pete over at gun websites, he's a, a very firm champion of the 40 Smith and & Wesson, and, and so I dig every time I can. And, and he gets he never passes up a chance to dig at the 9mm carriers. But uh, I tell you what, when it comes down to it, I don't care if you're shooting 9 or 40, I don't want to be on the receiving end. Even if it's 22 short, I don't want to be on the receiving end. So...
3: I like I like 40 Super Carry, also known as 10 millimeter. <laughs> no,
0: that's just 40 Super.
3: Is that 40 Super? Yeah. Okay. Like the okay. No, it's carry. Super. That way you can carry it, so you don't have to be embarrassed about carrying it. It's made for oh, people, okay. so you can carry it. So it's it's maybe that's it. It's carry uh, carry
0: approved.
2: So yep. To paraphrase Mr. Mom, 45, 46, whatever, it whatever takes. works, whatever it takes. That's right.
0: <laughs> Gary says he's currently carrying a 38 Special Plus P. 500 Magnum is going against his name, saying 40 for life. So, um, uplift mofo party plan says hashtag wingman escort service. (laughs) (laughs) Travis, you need that on a hat.
3: (laughs) Hashtag wingman escort service. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'll be your wingman any day. That's going to be my motto. So, yep. Yep.
0: All right. So, um, all right, Paul, you said you had a, uh, an anecdote about the open carry. Uh, well, this is a chance to, to share that. This has been, I
2: believe it was seven years ago. I was in your neck of the woods. I was at a flying J truck stop with a student in while I was still driving truck. I was a trainer and I stopped at the flying J just West of Omaha.
0: That is not my neck of the woods. That is still Omaha. That's not Nebraska. Go ahead.
2: And, uh, there was, I'm. it was, it, it would take 30 minutes to go through the whole story, extremely thumbnail version. Uh, we were fueling a driver decided he had a problem. My student was marching up to my, my, I was in the bunk. Student was in the driver's seat. Uh, student was marching up, was going to climb through the open window of my uh, truck and start pummeling on my student. And as he was just he was he was just stepping up to come through the window i yelled at the guy in a very loud command voice dude i've got a gun i wasn't even holding it at that point long story short 30 minutes later i'm talking to the nebraska state police or whatever their version of state police is and i spend 5 days in jail for terroristic threats with a uh, Uh, use of a handgun tag. I was facing 55 years in prison. What saved me is the fact that I was not open carrying. The guy never saw what kind of a gun I had. He told the police I had a chrome revolver. When the police recovered a absolutely rock stock Glock Model 22, by the way, in 40 caliber Smith & Wesson and that's what saved me is that the guy had no clue. Well, that, and they could never find the guy again. Uh, well, it was a uh, Mr. O is what they called him in court. They could, because they could not pronounce his name. It was a middle Eastern sounding name, but they never could find the guy again, period. Um, and that's the charges were dropped with prejudice, which means it could, they can never be brought again. But if I had been open carrying, if I had displayed my gun, then he could have described it
0: accurately, and I might have been in a bit more trouble. Right. So yeah, good good thing that you didn't uh, actually have to. Actually, ha- I, I don't want to say the word brandish because that has a negative comment, connotation. Ooh. But I'm still good. I should use the word because it's not negative. We don't have a brandishing law here in Nebraska. So or an anti brandishing law, I should say. Um. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that you didn't actually have to brandish said weapon or heaven forbid actually pointed at somebody yeah because so, that that's still deadly force so um all right the arms men has a question out there do any of you train in not just firearms but hand-to-hand combat self-defense as well even if basic just thought about it when you said you were going to be vulnerable do i train um no no i do not would i like to absolutely um but there there's the the two deciding factors that work against me in, uh, almost every other situation bite me on this one too. Uh, those are time and money. So if, if I could afford to take all the training classes and had the time to go to take all the training classes that I wanted to, anytime I'm, I'm not teaching a class, I'd be in one, honestly. Um, that's just not in the cards, but, uh, and, and priorities before I take a hand, uh, an unarmed, self-defense class, I will, uh, I need to add some, some other armed, uh, how do I say it? instructor courses under my belt so I can actually expand my own offerings. Um, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get there, but for now, no. Uh, Paul, have you taken unarmed self-defense classes?
2: Not in about, uh, I'm going to say 30 years. Okay. Uh, I, as a young man, I was, uh, I was really big into some martial arts, but I haven't taken any, uh, unarmed self-defense classes since I was about 25 years old. And so not, I, I should say not recently. Uh, I did take the handgun retention, which is heavily, uh, weighted that way, but, uh, uh not uh not anything unarmed and 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 here's a a little bit of free advice the the first thing i learned the very and i don't think i'm giving away any secrets here the very first thing i learned in handgun retention if somebody's trying to take away your gun shoot them with it that's that's lesson number 1 there you go so there
0: you go yeah they, they're not taking it away from you to to you know be nice to you that's for sure um what was i oh guns and barbecue said be careful by announcing you'll be unarmed you made yourself a target bring it on if there's (laughs) bring it on you know we're going to be in broad daylight downtown lincoln right by the Capitol, um where there are plenty of law enforcement officers close by to uh, respond to the shots fired so at least i know there's a pretty fair chance that i may get an ambulance before i bleed out completely however there are 16 people currently watching and out of those 16, my guess is that uh, fewer than five of them are in Nebraska. And out of those five, only one is likely to be in Lincoln tomorrow when I'm there. And, and he's on the panel, and I trust him. I would trust my life to him to be my wingman and escort me. So that being said, I, I don't think that I've really put my neck out that far. Uh, I appreciate the concern. I do. But uh, yeah, that that's one of the things of having the best show that nobody's watching, is that uh, nobody's watching it. So when I say stuff like that, uh, I will be here at this time at this place unarmed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not too concerned, and and if that bites me in the butt, then um, yes, you you can all say that you told me so, uh, or that he told me so. Um, if I could,
2: I, I'm going to be unarmed in the shower about 30 minutes after the show goes dark. So. You know,
0: and again, that's uh, I, I, that's just preposterous and appalling. Honestly, why don't you have a shower gun?
2: Well, you know, (laughs) I I only have so much money.
0: Yeah, I understand. So, so it needs to be a Glock or something else that is fairly impervious to the the porcelain, ceramic, no metal. You know, there's no. I mean, you could, you know, with a couple command sticky strips and a good rubbermaid container that seals up watertight i mean you could throw a glock and a little desiccant packet in there just in case and, and always have a shower gun ready to go
3: they need to make the shower buddy where like you can mount it in your bathroom and it's like a watertight case like you said got a little sensor on the have a, i've, I've seen it, the- drops down you can grab your, grab your uh grab your porcelain glock or whatever your ceramic glock your
0: your yeah the glock seven Yep, Glock 7 costs <laughs> more, <laughs> more than, than all of month. us making two months' salary. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, oh my well, God. And you can hang it right next to the place where you, you put that little uh, cup holder that sticks to the shower wall that, to hold the shower beer. So.
3: That's right. Absolutely. I remember I saw a Nine Fancy video many years ago. It was, I don't know if it was K Bar. Somebody made a plastic knife that was actually sharp. You could actually kill somebody with it, but he said that that'd be perfect for like your bathroom Steel's defense. Got
0: got a lot of um just nylon what's, like what's short their, yeah it's, it's one of the plastics that they use for their handles what do they call it grivex is it was oh, like
3: craton or something
0: like that no, no, that's, it's not... that's rubber but but cold steel oh. has a, a lot of their more popular designs with a it's it's just a solid piece of plastic i think it's trademarked oh, like grivex okay. and yeah it can be sharpened down and it's it's uh yeah uh two live moves out there he says he's got a shower so it's a cold I should have looked at it before I put it on the screen. Oh, you know what? We offer no apologies. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, uh,
2: left turn here, left field. Last week, I was it. Well, I was right where the picture behind me is. Actually, let me go ahead and point right above my finger there. That the little bay right there, right above my finger. I was sco- I was not. Sc- I was snorkeling in that bay right up there. Nice. And believe it or not, I was not armed while I was underwater there either. And you didn't even have a no diver? harpoon gun. <laughs> nope, not even a harpoon gun.
0: Yeah, And I tell you what, you you were surrounded by like the the seventy two Virgin Islands or something, though, weren't you? So <laughs> those virgins will keep you safe. It's okay. Um. All right, so let's see what else uh, worthwhile fun says uh, she used to do some Krav Maga with a 365 blue gun um, so now I'm curious worthwhile fun? does that mean that you incorporated the pistol in a, as a weapon not as, in the sense that you pulled the trigger and shot with it but like as a as a blunt force weapon in the Krav Maga cuz I I know it's it's Israeli martial art but I don't know much about it besides it's completely brutal And it's, it's one of the ones that will leave you, uh, when you come back from, from like a training session, you're going to be almost as, almost as uh, beat up as somebody that you actually employ it against. That's about all I know. Um, G webs wants to know what of the people who open carry responsibly, is there any benefit to society where, when potential criminals see there are random armed folks out there? Um, I think that's an almost impossible metric to measure because it's hard to measure deterrence because we'll never know how many crimes were thwarted by the fact that there was clearly an armed presence, especially a, uh, a non-law enforcement presence. Um, I think the potential is there for, for positive. I will say this, there is plenty of evidence to indicate that uh, where there is no perceived armed presence, that the potential for violence is increased exponentially. Like we, we've we got that data, right? Over 98% of mass shootings happen in gun free zones since they started compiling the data back in what was that, 1952? That um,
2: just came out from Dr. John Lott not that long ago. Yeah, I
0: believe you're right. Crime Prevention Research Center um, data that's been compiled. But yeah, that's, that's, uh, um, that's a great statistic to, to keep in your pocket and, and just to know that, uh, yes, gun-free zones will get you killed. Um, well, they won't, it's not, a, they won't necessarily get you killed, but gun-free zones are more likely to get you killed than gun agnostic zones, right? Not, not only gun-friendly zones are pretty good. I mean, when's the last time we heard of a, an active shooter at a gun show or inside a police station, right? I mean, it just doesn't happen. Why? Because it would be over before it gets rolling. And, and that doesn't serve their purpose. They don't get famous. Uh, they don't prove a point. There's no manifesto involved. It just shows that they're stupid. That's stupid right there. Becoming a, you know, going to a place to, to do active shooter things and, and try to become a murderer surrounded by people with with firearms. So that's, uh, uh, where's another place you never see uh, reports of an active shooter incident? At a machine gun shoot or some other um uh, uh, not like a rally, but, uh, you know, one of those, one of those events that happen out on a firing range, um, you know, like the, the knob Creek shoot, that kind of stuff. Um, that's, that's never been an option. Why? Because there'd be no point, uh, they wouldn't get anything accomplished. So, um, okay. So worthwhile fun did answer. She says she learned how to break holds, create distance, and then draw or run. Um, got to try practice drawing from concealment with a plastic gun that fit the appendix holster. So, which is, yeah, that's a a great, um, endorsement of having a blue gun, even for your own training so that you can can practice that stuff without, excuse me, without using your actual firearm, especially if you're, if you're practicing with a partner because unloaded or not, you don't use a, a real firearm in that situation. So use the blue gun for that. Yes. Um, All right. And uh, for those of you that that are watching, and uh, you may have noticed that uh, Pat's no longer with us, and I did see over in the side chat, he had mentioned that he's got to go tend to a a cow that's having a calf. He is an actual working uh, farmer and rancher, so uh well, i thought uh, his
3: calves were having issues like he had to go do some yoga or something he said
0: he had to go stretch yeah. out and drink some pickles
3: get the yoga pants on and put some chai down you know yep, yep. that could be it that could that's pat style he does that a lot like he i bet rocks. he does
0: yes he's a he's a meditation he meditates
3: he yes
0: burns sage i mean he smudges regularly yeah um I don't know that that's something we can say on a family show. I guess we're not really a family show. No, that's
3: where you burn sage in your house. You like go around your house. Oh, it, oh, it, that's it, the, that smudging uh, is what they I call just, it.
0: I don't know you. Or so but, I've been told. I'm not really into this whole new did, age thing, you know. You guys that so. do escort service, I don't know. You oh. don't think that <clears throat> the rest of us.
3: Don't. We encounter a variety of environments.
2: I
0: mean, you know, the <laughs> functional. You know, I have young
3: things. tender you know, ears over here, yeah. so you know.
2: Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> yeah, all those years
0: you spent as a truck driver. I know you do.
3: Security escort services. I security. You keep forgetting to put that in front of it, so
0: yeah. Security, gosh, John. Yeah, all right, <laughs> dude. I'm just trying to get you some dates mm-hmm. here, and if if ladies think that they can just hire you for your company <laughs> to escort them safely from from yeah. you know point A to yeah. point
3: B, like may... Kevin Costner and the Bodyguard, that's yeah, that was like actually that. based on my life. That whole story, Whitney Houston, it was me. You know, that's I'm still waiting for the you know the royalties. Wait a minute, from that Did, one, didn't you yeah.
0: die at the end of that?
3: Well, we had to change the ending because I didn't, so we had to make sure it, you know, it right. fit, you know, okay. the, the checking, story. We could man, if creative, creative off license. The main character. Yeah, yeah.
0: He didn't die at the end of that?
3: Oh, I thought he no, died. Just remember, you either die or nearly kill off the main character in every Oscar-nominated film. I mean, that's pretty much what you have to do, so that's, that is that right. is the formula, so
0: that could be Titanic,
3: The Notebook, you know, I mean, it's, it could go on and on and on, so.
0: I agree with uh, G out there in the, in the chat too, that it was very inconvenient uh, for us that Pat would schedule a cow to be calving while we're going live. I know uh, he knew. I thought he was the cow he whisperer. Knew. I thought he could say he knew about cow the new night. Show. It's not yeah. like he could, you know, yeah. he could have told her to just wait till Thursday, but no, mm-hmm. he wouldn't do it. So no, those that cows was pretty are inconsiderate. So... I agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> of course we're kidding. Um, so I think we're going to, uh, to wrap it up. I, I started out kind of, you know, I guess butthurt would be, if I'm full disclosure, I started out kind of butthurt this morning when I was listening to those guys. But my day went really crazy, got super busy today, didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it and stew on it. And so by the time we got here tonight, you know, I kind of like vented my frustrations about it, and I feel pretty good now. So I think we're just going to quit on a high point. Uh, no pun intended, Travis. <laughs> and uh boom, boom. Boom. Oh man. Thanks folks. I'm here all week. Try the veal. Don't forget. Right. To Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, so I will give a shameless plug out there for Pat. He is Pat in a bunker over on YouTube. Uh, it's the time of year where he is getting calves, obviously. And so he doesn't have a lot of spare time to be making a lot of videos, but you can go check out the stuff that he has made. And then uh, when the spring uh, gets closer to summer and uh, he's got a little bit more time, then uh, he will, uh, of course, be making a few more things, and I believe you can expect to see him at the, uh, the Thunder on the Prairie, which Travis will give you a chance to talk about here in a second. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, but go check out Pat in a bunker and uh, see all the stuff that he's doing. And uh, Pat, we do appreciate you uh, mm-hmm. joining us while you could. So, uh, Travis, any closing thoughts, and then uh, shameless plugs.
3: Yeah, and like I said, you know, the idea on open carrying, whether it's super or not, depends on the environment. I mean, and I really do feel like those guys were just going for the, they are just going for the, you know, whatever you want to call it, the the the, the title that's going to hook you in, you know, the click title. But if it sounds like they really were opposed to it you know, as a consensus, then, I mean, they're entitled to their opinion, but I guess they don't really venture out much of their environment to see how people do carry and what kind of conditions they carry under, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you do whatever you're most comfortable with, whatever you feel best about. I mean, I've done both and I've been happy doing both and never had an incident either, either way. Um, um, otherwise, and then so shameless plugs again. Check out caliber corner, uh, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. It's my podcast. And then the first uh Saturday and Sunday in June, we've got Thunder in the Prairie 2023 coming up. And basically, it's going to be a gathering of people that a lot of them are going to be YouTubers, a lot of pro 2A people are going to be there. It's going to be a range day and then a day where on Sunday where uh, you'll have time and space to film, if you want to, for your gun channel. We're gonna have tons and tons of different firearms here. We got a lot of sponsors on board. Uh, I think it's gonna be a pretty good time. I think it's gonna be great. And then also if you're interested in getting merch for the event, we do have the official logo for it that Gizzer Gary won the contest for. And if you go to my community page, you can find the link for that merch and it should be showing up soon. Uh, like under my videos, there are all the t-shirt links and stuff like that for, um, uh, for Teespring where that design is. I just put that up there first to get the distribution out there. But I'll be making like a formal video talking about Thunder on the Prairie, what it is, what to expect, where to go to register for it. That's going to happen soon. Um, It just, I'm going to get together with Defense Dad and we'll hammer out the details with the range owner and then we'll have it all basically set up so people can register for it. It's like 25 bucks a day. And uh, we usually have some ammo sponsors. We've got all kinds of cool gear that we give away, lots of good stuff. Uh, It's a fun time, man. It is a lot of fun and gives guys a chance to kind of get out there and do some shooting on a range where they might not get that kind of freedom otherwise at the ranges that they go to, so that's what thunder on the prairie is all about. So,
1: yeah.
0: All right. I was uh trying to figure out if the gun cranks were in the, uh in this episode of guns magazine, but that might be over in handguns magazine. Cause I know I read that every month, but I'm not even seeing it here in this one. So it might not be, I don't did know. You post, you post, you about, show we're talking about. So yeah, the link yeah. is in the video description. Yeah. You guys can go check it out later, but it's, it's the gun cranks and it's from, the editors of uh, Guns Magazine and, and all of their, what is that? That's FMG, I think. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's from those guys. Uh, Paul, any uh, closing thoughts and then shameless plugs for what you're doing over with, with uh, well all your stuff.
2: Well, uh, closing thoughts is if if I want you to carry period if if open carries your thing then open carries your thing i'm going to say please be presentable when you do it keep your beard short if you've got a beard ladies especially keep your beard short um but you know seriously have a good appearance look like a good normal person don't don't be unbathed don't you know be nasty looking but go out and and if you're going to be doing it be a good representative of the gun, uh, community. Also be extra heightened aware of what's going on around you because you are, whether you believe it or not, a little bit more of a target and be, you are absolutely advertising yourself as part of the gun community. So please be careful when you do it. Um, Shameless plugs, I every Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Central Time, I do The Bullet uh, over on the Polite Society podcast page, uh, both YouTube and Facebook, and on Saturdays, we go live at noon Central Time. Uh, Also, you can catch me on Monday nights at 6 p.m. Central Time with the Polite Society podcast. Everything I do is under the banner of the Second Amendment Foundation, And, and huge kudos to them for allowing me to do all this stuff, uh, under their banner. So,
0: uh, that's, that, that's what I got. Which is very cool. And, and you don't just do it under your banner. You also have a, an actual title with. I, yeah. I do. I
2: am the deputy director of
0: new media for there the second go.
2: amendment. Foundation. I was going
0: to probably goof it up. I'm glad you said it before I could try and stumble over it, <laughs> but, uh, yo, thank you very much for being here. And, and yeah, my own closing thoughts. I mean, um, I'm just going to sum it up with this discretion is the better part of valor. So use discretion when open carrying suits uh, your mood and possibly your intent or your purpose, then absolutely go do it. If it's not illegal to do it where you plan to do it. And if it doesn't suit that and uh, being a little more discreet would uh, be more tactically sound, then again, just use your head. Uh, It's not only for holding a hat or for growing hair, Although some of us uh, don't even use it for that, but uh, that's why we use it for holding a hat. But yeah, just think it out. And, and like Paul said, I mean, if you're going to open carry, you absolutely cannot become complacent for even a second and, and lose track of your surroundings, um, you know, kind of be a little extra vigilant because yes, there are people who will try to use you as an example, and prove a point that yeah, it, it can be taken away from you or it should be taken away from you or something like that. And or you know, Karen's are gonna Karen. So you may get the cops called on you. If if those are risks that are acceptable to you where you live, that you know it's it's probably more likely uh to it's it's less likely to happen than it is to happen, you know, go do your thing. Um, but again, just be aware that uh, you know, in in trying to uh climb up on a soapbox you may become a martyr instead right so so keep that in mind too um all right so uh real quick here we're going to go through the list because i know we had some late minute additions my my producer has uh handed me this list for the i think this is the third time now and she keeps taking it back and uh um adding more people. So thank you out there. Those of you that are commenting, uh, over on the Facebook side, I only saw comments from Michael Frost, who is also down there in Lincoln. Uh, so, uh, I take that back. There, there are probably two people that, uh, I don't have to worry about that actually know that I'll be walking from my vehicle. Of course, I'm not going to say where I'll be walking from. So you're going to have to, uh, try to find me first. But over there on the the YouTube side, we had quite a few of you out there commenting tonight, and I'm thankful for all of you. Gun Websites, Kingpin, Mike White, 2A Advocacy, again, welcome to the show. Pat in a Bunker, Travis P11, Tacos and French Fries, 500 Magnum, welcome back. Worthwhile Fun, welcome back. Uh, DJ Play Nice, Defense Dad, Gizzard Gary, Guns and Barbecue, Steve Zero, good to have you here, Scott79, uplift mofo party plan to live move the arms man agorizer and hillbilly and if i didn't say welcome back it's because you've been here more than a few times and uh we we already know that uh, that, that you know how to find us so those of you that just stumbled across us uh, we appreciate that please go subscribe uh hit us on both channels please go find us on rumble i would love to go uh when we get done here i'd love to open rumble up and find out that we were over 17 subs um so that would be great uh and that's kind of it. So uh, remember, Wednesdays are the new night, same time, 8 o'clock Central Time. We'll be doing this for the foreseeable future, at least the month of March. And then we will uh, we'll have figured out by the, the last Wednesday of March whether it's going to continue or if we're going to go back to Thursdays. But for now, it is Wednesday nights. Um, on behalf of Sandhills Sweetheart and Pat in a Bunker, Travis P11, Paul Lathrop, the dog Liberty bell over here. That's coming to see us um, and myself. We love you. God bless you. Please help us become no longer the best show that nobody's watching. Let's let's grow. If we can, uh, I think adding uh, an audience on rumble would be great for that. So please help us do that. Um, and if you are in Nebraska, uh, if you can get to the Capitol tomorrow morning or Friday morning and just sit in the gallery and for the debate, that'd be awesome. Uh, if you're in Nebraska and you can't make it to the Capitol, We've got homework. Please contact every senator. There are 49 of them. You need to contact 48 of them and say, please support LB 77 constitutional carry. The 49th one would be Senator Brewer who introduced it. You don't have to ask him to support his own bill. However, you can still contact him and thank him if you'd like to, but we want to get constitutional carry across the finish line this year. Uh, That's going to take effort. That's going to take uh, increased pressure on these senators. Um, that's going to take some, some skin in the game from you, Nebraskans. So, uh, if you want this to happen and you didn't help, then, uh, you, you really, not only are you not part of the solution, but you are part of the problem. So, uh, so get your butts in gear. And if I see you in the balcony, uh, in the balcony tomorrow, uh, or if you see me stop and say hi, or if you catch me outside in the hallway, um, I want to know that, uh, that you saw us here. So, Uh, go join NFOA, Nebraska firearms.org and uh, become a member, follow us on Facebook and keep track of all that too. So, all right, all that said, it's time to go good night. Get out of here. Get off my lawn.